What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with a member of the Carrie Scholl team. She became a buyer's agent after spending multiple decades in the construction business and has an amazing story to tell and an amazing perspective on dealing with the challenges that we're seeing in the real estate market with you know, construction shortages and delays and low inventory. So welcome to the show, Audrey Graziano. All right. Welcome to the show today, Audrey. How are you doing? Thanks, Dan. I'm great. How are you? Good. I am excited because we have a member of the Carrie Scholl team on the show today, and those are always some of the best episodes, I think. So why don't you start off and give the listeners and viewers a little bit of background on who you are and how you got to this moment in your life? Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, it's great to be here. Um, I um, have lived in the Northern Virginia area now going on 24 years. Um, my background is my husband and I own a uh, construction business. He's a general contract in the area and we've done that for about 20 something years while um, I ended up staying home with the kiddos. Um, but now all of my kids are grown and so it just made sense for me to parlay into real estate. Um, and when I met your team, obviously it was just such a fabulous match. Um, and coming into this business has been such an unbelievable learning curve and experience, but I just couldn't be happier to be here. Well, both, both industries that you mentioned, real estate sales, you know, being a, being an agent and the construction business building or doing rehabs, remodels, both of them are pretty challenging right now. Uh, you have the whole, you know, labor shortage, supply chain issue on the construction side and on the real estate side, there's like no inventory. Uh, what, what industry, what, you know, just from your personal experience, which one do you think is, is harder right now? Just Oh, curious. that's a great, that is such a great question. I mean, so what's been challenging on the construction side is just setting expectations, right? Mm. Like always communicating, um, making sure the subs are all lined up, making sure everybody's supposed to be doing, because honestly, um, it's been actually great in construction because people who are good are busy. They're staying busy. Um, you know, I work with a lot of buyers in real estate, so that's been challenging because again, to your point, there hasn't been a lot of inventory. And so that means a lot of competition. Um, so that's been the most challenging you know dan that's a great question i just think they're both challenging in different ways because like you said the supply chain it really puts people behind in their in their projects so um probably i feel sorry for my buyers the most <laughs> <laughs> well they they're the ones that bear the brunt of it really either mm -hmm. way and i think you said something about managing expectations and i mm -hmm. You know, we hear a lot about that on the real estate side, of course, um, but you have to do it on, on the construction side or if your buyer is oh, buying yeah. new construction, like 12, 12 months is the new six months kind of deal, right? When 100%. It comes to so, yep. Yes. So what, what do you do up front? You know, whether they're buying new or existing, what do you do up front to help set the right expectations, you know, in the market today? 
Yeah, that's a great question too. I mean, so everything's all about transparency, at least the way that I do business. It's saying exactly what you just said. So, okay, in a normal, perfect unicorn world, this is how much, how long it should take. Even in a perfect unicorn world, which truly doesn't exist, so that's setting the expectation, always be ready for weather, be ready for a sub to something to happen to a sub. So, you know, and then now really it's been supply chain stuff or, or even in pricing, right? Like for a while there, every other day, like lumber was changing or the price of a can of paint was changing. So having that conversation up front first and say, or right when it changes, go, I know I just sent you a contract, but here's the receipt. I have no control over that. So just knowing that it's sort of a moving part at all times, you know, what's, what's your take on the, on the real estate market right now? We're you know, doing this interview middle of May. So the spring market is about to become the summer market, which, okay. you know, this, this will go live, I think in about 30 or 40 days. So, um, sure. what, what is your take though on where the market's at right now and where do you see it going in the next six to 12 months? I have actually, I think that interest rates rising spooked a lot of people. Um, in my personal business just now, um, it's the first time since I've been doing this for the last nine months that I had a listing agent call and said, say, I only got one contract. Are you planning on writing? Like that's the hmm. first time that that's happened to me in a really long time. So I'm seeing that buyers are kind of like trying to wait and see what happens. Um, so I've kind of seen room for a little bit more competition, um, versus, you know, maybe being able to have an appraisal on a single family home or a townhouse versus before it was like, you, you know, this is the way we have to win no contingencies, you know, an escalation clause. So there seems to be a little bit of a slowdown. So that's been interesting because that has, that didn't happen during the winter or any of that. Right. So, so you're the seeing, irony that it is you're the seeing, spring. Uh, seeing less transactions, maybe less competition, but prices are kind of maintaining or, or yes. maybe not, maybe prices not going up as much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Prices are maintaining. I don't see that. I mean, especially here, we're insulated by the federal government. We're, we're, we're insulated. I mean, Boeing just announced that they're moving in a couple of weeks ago. So we got Amazon, we got Boeing, we've got Google. Um, so I don't see prices dropping, but I, I just, I've seen a little bit of a cool off. Um, just, and I think it was that, that interest rate hike. What about the buyers that maybe you were working with them Q4, Q1, they maybe lost out or maybe they were a little picky and then now they saw their rates go from like three and a half to five and a half. What's, right. what's the, what's the attitude of that kind of client or buyer right now? Um, you know, again, I, to kind of go back to what we're saying, like managing expectations, I mean, you know, I, I have a very sensitive spot because I understand that it's people's money, right? right. And it's a lot of money that they're spending. Um, so just, and then if you're watching the news, they keep using the word transitory. I wish I had a crystal ball. I don't know what's going to happen to interest rates right now, but it's really making them comfortable in um, their investment. And mm. perhaps even explaining to them, right, well, maybe when interest rates do 
um, drop a little bit. You can refinance or recast or, you know, there's a lot of options. But putting your money into an asset like real estate, I think is such a super smart move in general. Um, because we know living in this area that your return on investment's huge. So those are the conversations that I try to have with them. Yeah. I, I like the concept of, you know, buyers agents, educating the buyers that, you know, look, if you, if you at least lock in your price now, the rate's not what it was three, four, five, six months ago, but, uh, in the future you, you know, you could refinance if they come down again, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they continue to go up, at least you got in at five and a half and not That's six right. and a half, right. Or, That's or seven. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I do think it's, it's likely that the, that, you know, these, these rate hikes will kind of slow some of the economic things down. And then all of a sudden a year from now, they're going to be talking about lowering rates to get the economy going again. Like the, the Fed's kind of always playing this game and no one, no one really knows what's going to happen in like six months or a year or two years. So I, I do like the idea of locking in now when the rate is still historically good. And then you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're either protected if it goes up um, or you've got the opportunity to refinance if it goes down. That's it, right? And I mean, looking at numbers going all the way back to the 70s, five and a half is still really low, lower than it's ever been. So I just think it's people wrapping their mind around being at 2.3, 2.5, these like historically low rates and just sort of kind of catching up with you're still historically low. Um, And I like what you said. It's like, but what if they go up more? You're still locking in historically low. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you want to take your real estate business to the next level? If you do, there's no reason to go it alone. Learn from people who've been where you want to go. Carrie and I have sold billions of dollars in real estate. We've netted over seven figures for seven years in a row now. And we want to see if you would be a good fit to work for us. We don't work with a lot of people, but we want to give you a chance to get on a free strategy call to see if we can help you get your business to the next level. Go to hyperfastcoach.com and apply for your discovery session today. Again, that's hyperfastcoach.com. Right, you're you're at five and a half. Um, you know, our parents' generation um, saw like 16, 18 percent. That's right. So there's a lot more room to go up than than down. So if, if you're, you know, <laughs> true facts, uh, total facts. Uh, so what was it like making that transition from construction to being an agent? Oof, man, real estate. Oh man, it is a it is a business that I I didn't realize it was it was hard for me. It was a hard transition and not because of um I don't like my job. It's just a job that requires a lot of knowledge. So you always have to stay on top of things, on top of the market. With your team uh, specifically, the mentorship. I, 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 I was overwhelmed at first. There's so much to know in real estate. There, talk about a moving part. There's, I'm still learning to this day. I wish I could tell you I know everything about real estate. Something always interesting is happening. Um, and then the schedule, to be honest. I mean, if you're working full time, you're working full time, you know? Um, so that, that was the most interesting, um, transition is just 
a lot of drinking from a fire hose and then your schedule is, you know, busy. <laughs> well, I, th I think one thing you, you hinted on there that is kind of an interesting point is um, that, you know, you're always learning, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I think real estate's one of those fields where a certain set of principles and strategies and your framework, you know, that all matters. Like, how do you look at the best way to find homes for buyers? How do you look at the best way to write them an offer and, and go through the contract to close period, right? Your, your framework on that, I think, you know, you, you need to have a good, good knowledge, good, good background, good understanding, but realize that every transaction while all that framework can apply and help you through it is potentially going to be different and you can do hundreds or thousands of deals and then still see something new. Right. Right. And then having good people, I was just having this conversation actually with my client the other day because he was asking me about our team and I go, you know, we do so much business that even if I haven't seen something, it's guaranteed, almost guaranteed, almost a hundred percent guaranteed that somebody on my team has. And I feel like that's super unique. And then I get to learn from that, right? Like, no kidding, really? That's so interesting. Holy cow, I didn't know that that wasn't even a possibility. So um, I just do love, that's, I just feel like I'm learning all the time. And then, you know what, Dan, when you learn all the time, you gain so much confidence and then that's reflected back out to your business as well. Well, I do think the corporate knowledge or company knowledge, uh, th that matters. And, and on a team, when everyone's kind of rowing in the same direction and working closely together and sharing a lot more, I think on a team, you're going to get that, ex that experience and that benefit, you know, more than your typical, like a big box brokerage. I would agree with you. I mean, I, our team is so unique in that way and the training that we get right off the bat. So like just how it's set up and then you go into the marketplace with real great baseline knowledge um, because really you need that. You, you literally, I, I sound redundant because you just said that, but having that backbone, having that bottom line, I know what I'm talking about. I know how to do this. Um, and then all the little idiosyncrasies. And then that's how you become your own agent too. So you, you know, I sh I'm sure medical school or, you know, fixing a car is the same way. Um, and then you add your own little flavor, but having that baseline knowledge is huge. What's, what was the biggest challenge in the transition? <sighs> okay, I'll be totally transparent and honest. I thought I, I went off on my own for once because I kind of had this false sense of ego or security. And I went off on my own for a little bit and I didn't realize how babied I was. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I, it was, it, it, the biggest transition was thinking, you know, and thinking that you're going to go out and do everything on your own and just be amazing right off the bat. And you realize it's just, it was, so much, um, like overwhelmingly so much because you end up doing your own marketing, you end up doing your own signs, you end up begging for open houses, you end up, so going, going on my own at first was the wrong, for me, I mean, speaking for myself, was so 
hard for me. Um, and I realized very quickly that I thrive on a team. I thrive with mentorship, especially, you know, in the beginning. I mean, it's so, it's such a great way to start too. So that was the hardest, just thinking that you could do it all. And then um, realizing it is, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot. Well, the, the statistics kind of back you up on, on that statement. The, you know, the success rates are almost in the single digits um, overall for agents that, you know, go out and try to do it on their own. Um, it's, it's, it's low. It's like 87% fail. So it's, it's not a lot that are succeeding. Yeah. And you have to have like, I would say six months of money saved up if you're doing it at the beginning, because let's face it, sales, sales is a beast. Like you have to, you got to do it. And that's just the truth. Like sales are hard. And, um, yeah, I mean, and then the, the success stories of the people who make it in the first two months, well, good for them, but I, I don't know if that's exactly the reality either. Um, so that was, to be perfectly transparent and honest, you know, the beginning of building your book of business and your confidence and the amount of knowledge that's supposed to be, that you should know, and you do eventually get to know, but again, you, you're always learning, but... Um, Man, the transition, like I said, it was just like drinking from a fire hose. <laughs> what's it what's it been like being back on the team and in this low inventory market? You know, how how has that transpired into into your business success? Yeah, um I mean I love our team. You I mean, everybody on our team must wanna have to strangle me all the time because I'm just like, I love it here so much. I love you guys. Um, our team is unique in that, first of all, we all really like each other. We really enjoy each other's company. We, we ha we're friends. Um, it's a family. Um, so there's a great culture. Um, the, the training, everybody just brags and brags. I mean, we kind of, I, I just think it's beyond lucky the, the amount of training we get. Um, the way that we're set up with our leads and our open houses, like I was able to, I mean, not to sound cheesy, but become a hyper fast agent because of the way that we're set up where, you know, at the beginning and it's already hard, but I'm already like tracking, I'm quadrupling what I did last year at this time. Well, so last I year at this time. I, cause I was re really decided to go full-time real estate this time last year. I had only done one transaction. I've already done eight for the year this year. So, um, I'm about to close on two actually. I just closed on one this morning and I close on another one next Monday. So, I mean, it's just, I feel lucky. I, I just, I can't say enough about it. Do I sound silly? Am I just gushing way too much? <laughs> no, you're 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 being honest and and um, you know we we appreciate it. I think the leads, the training, the support, and and the environment. You know, you mentioned the the people and um, you know the support from each other, not necessarily the the staff, but um, I, I think all of that really matters and and really makes an impact on you know, on, on your business and how you're feeling. And then when you're feeling better, your business, you know, you're able to go out and have more confidence. So all, all of those things matter. 
It really does. And the way that you guys structured it's super smart. We're really strategic with marketing. We're really strategic with um, our ISAs. We're really strategic with follow-up. Um, all of those things matter in a well-oiled machine. If there was one thing you could change about anything in real estate, the team, the market in general, just you know how the industry works, uh, what would it be? Hey, hold that thought. Do you want to get 100 tips for free from my best-selling real estate book, The Hyper-Local, Hyper-Fast Real Estate Agent? If you do, go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download 100 of my best tips today. Again, that's hyperfasttips.com. You can download 100 tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people. Go to hyperfasttips.com. Oh, man. Um, gosh, you're, you're, that's, a, that's a great <laughs> question, too. You're, you're just throwing them at me. What would it be? Well, I think it's everybody's sort of squeaky wheel. Um, we all have to do this, these videos. You, you know, we all have to do, you keep yelling at me, Audrey, get on the TikTok. I finally did it. Um, so it's kind of wrapping your head around branding yourself. Um, and, and, you know, most people in sales are pretty extroverted and, and stuff, but video is king. So I think the hardest part for me has been branding myself with social media. Um, I wish that part wasn't as mm. tedious, but got to do it. So that part. <laughs> well, I think it's it's one of those things that if you look at it more than just social media and branding yourself, which is great and you should do it. But I also think, especially now, the last couple of years where it's migrated towards video, mm -hmm. it's it's more you. You really can't fake it like with a post or a meme or you know, putting a picture, right. It's like you on the camera, vulnerable and you know, people are uncomfortable with it. Even people that are great in like one-on-one -on -one meetings or even talking in front of a group, like it's, it's just different kind of putting yourself out there to the world mm -hmm. and, but it helps your business. But putting that aside, I also think it helps you because it helps you gain more confidence, right? You're, you're learning how to do something that maybe at first makes you feel uncomfortable and overcoming that is kind of building your muscle of doing uncomfortable things. And I think it translates into helping you in a lot more I would areas. agree with you. I would agree with you. And it's the more and more that I do it. So like I finally got my TikTok account. I've, I have one and it's been great though, because my kids have been like, mom, you gotta do it. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. And then once you do it, you're, you're going to be better at it. So I promised myself by the end of the summer, I'm going to have, you know, X amount of TikToks and hopefully by then it's the muscle that you speak of. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so real estate. Oh, you know, and one more thing that I wish I could change is I do wish that I had a crystal ball. I mm. really do wish I had one that I could just predict the future for everyone. Um, but then that just doesn't exist. So, um, but those would be the two things. Are your, are your kids you? on? What uh... about you? What, what would you, what would you change? Hmm. 
I would I would probably go I, I would probably want less uh government regulation. Whoa, oh you got all fancy on me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense too, yeah. But yeah, no, the, like the number of licenses required in not just real estate but any industry, it's it's gone up like a thousands of percent over the last 50, 60 years and I don't I don't I I personally haven't seen proof of it weeding out bad actors in mm. the industry whether it's on the real estate side, on the contractor side, you know, the builder side. Mm-hmm. Like I I think some of these regulatory bodies would would let you keep your license if you like killed someone in the middle of a house. And um... you know, isn't that crazy? And like especially like depending on where you are. Yeah, I mean, and that's we say this all the time. You know, and that's why, like, the way that we do things in our process, it's like you need the vet people too. you know, just like make sure they know what they're talking about. Make sure get reviews, even if you want reviews from my clients and you can go to Google on us anytime. Like we have our clients write reviews all the time. Like, look at reviews, call them, have people vet you. I mean, it's on our construction side of the business. I'm always like, look, interview three people. Um, we're not the cheapest, yeah. but you get what you, you pay to, for. Go to past know? clients and, and yep. Yep. You yeah, get I, what you pay for. I, I think, um, you know, sometimes the regulatory bodies almost make it more dangerous because you assume because they have a license that they're good, but mm-hmm. it, it takes a lot for that body to actually uh, remove that license. So I, I, I think it would be better if like private institutions kind of came in and you know, maybe you had like five different companies in a state that, that, you know, gave out ratings to, to agents and, you know, if, kind if of one... like the FDA or like, you know, health, health department, you know, they have to come in and check restaurants and you yeah. never know when they're going to come in and, and then you better have it working right. You know, maybe that's a, that, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? To make sure I... you're running your business correctly and you're being ethical and, um, I think the key is having like multiple ones though, because if, if one agency was just handing out ratings to anybody, right. Then mm-hmm. eventually enough people would get burned by that one to, to stop using them and trusting them. And, and so people would migrate to the, the, the companies that were actually doing ratings, like the most strenuous or correct. So, um, let's, I don't... let's change <laughs> the world, Dan, let's make this happen. I think we have um, a new business plan. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't have too much confidence in it happening, but, um, no, no unfortunately. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. So I, th- so I think to your point, do your research on, on, you know, in real estate when you're, when you're hiring agents or contractors or whoever, right? Like vet them, look at the reviews, okay. talk to past clients, talk That's to right. multiple ones. So, um, Anyway, this has been a great time on the show with you today. I always like to wrap up with a hyper fast round if you're ready for some rapid fire questions. Okay, let's do this. Holy moly. All right. What is your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Oh, hang on. Hang in there. Hang in there. Nothing that's good comes right away. So just be patient. What's one thing that, or one mistake you see experienced agents making? Mm, 
they, oh, I, I don't know if making, but maybe they get a little bit lazy, you know, like a little bit comfy. Um, I don't see that a lot, but I've seen it. All right. What's the biggest challenge you've had in real estate or construction since, since mm -hmm. it's closely related and how did you overcome it? Oh, well, construction, it's always just the timeline, right? So making sure it's all lining up, right? There's a lot of moving parts in that. So it's a little bit different. And in real estate, it's um, your pipeline. You got to always be mm. hustling that pipeline because <laughs> you got to have clients. So that would be that. All right. When you're not selling homes, what are you most likely doing? Oh, um, well, I'm a mother of three, so family's huge. Um, I, I really enjoy um, exercising. And um, what else do I like to do? Oh, gosh. Rude. Rude. Mm -hmm. I don't even know that my brain just melted. So let's just say family stuff for now. And I'll think of something when we hang up. All <laughs> right. Last one. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Oh, ruling the world. Hello. Mm. Um, no, um, I really hope my real estate business, this has been my big thing right now, um, this career. So I'm hoping to have tripled my business in real estate. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show today, Audrey. If people want to connect with you or find you on social media, how should they do that? Sure. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Audrey Graz, G-R-A-Z as in zebra. And I'm reluctant, but I'm doing it for you, Dan. Mm. I have a TikTok account called Count on Odd. So you could become my friend and watch this horrible journey that's about to happen. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. To all of our listeners and viewers out there, thanks for tuning in. Please leave us lots of amazing or not so amazing feedback just let us know what you thought of the show and share it with other people that you think should see it as well we'll see you next time if you enjoyed this episode be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events and don't forget to share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on youtube or anywhere that you can find podcasts Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed that video, and if you want to see more, click right here. And if you want 100 real estate tips from my best-selling book, click right here to download them instantly. And if you're new to this channel, click below to subscribe.